show here and uh, today we have 18 uppercut with us and also um, we have a special guest today that um, we are going to be introducing this is Holly Steffi and uh, we are doing a special edition of the Indie Cafe on the Red Velvet Media Network Um, what I wanted to say um, quickly before we started the show it is Memorial Day weekend guys Uh, be careful and uh, have a good one, and we're going to bring in 18 Uppercut, and we're going to talk a little bit. First, let me bring my co-host in, uh, Spencer Dre. Spencer, are you there? Hey. Yeah, how you doing? Okay, cool, cool. And then I'm going to bring Jonathan on, who you invited. Hey, Jonathan. Right. And then hello, hopefully hello. I you? have Pete here. Hey, John. Pete, are yeah. you there? Hello, hello. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yay. Oh, wow. Okay, hey, so before we start this no, before we start, Peter, where are you calling in from? Are you calling in from Shanghai? Yeah. It's, wow. It's, I'm, <laughs> I'm calling from the future. The future. The future is bright. The future. <laughs> Very okay. wow. Pete, I want to know real quick. Okay, you you chose that song. Take it easy. Tell me why you chose that song to open the show up with. <laughs> um. <laughs> well. Come I'm, on. Currently, I'm a, I'm a long way from home, so I grew up in in Idaho, and that song uh-huh. I don't know I just kind of gr- grew up with that song. So I remember my older brother cool learning song. guitar, and that was one of the first songs he was trying to learn how to play. So I don't know, just kind of okay. little reminder of home. <laughs> Aww, well, yeah. that's good. Well, you know what? You're you're far away from home, but you know what? We'll be thinking about you all weekend. And you'll be back awesome. soon. Thank hopefully. you. <laughs> yeah. I don't know about that, but. So, you know, 
what I wanted to do was have, um, why don't you, and then um, talk a little bit about what 18 Uppercut does and about the films and stuff, and then we'll bring Jonathan in, and then Spencer and I will have a few questions for you. Why don't we awesome. go like that? Yeah. So go ahead. So, yeah, that sounds great. 18 Uppercut, it's so cool. Yeah, so 18 Uppercut is actually a duo, um, but it's mm-hmm. 5 a.m. here, so we did, we did a coin flip, and... <laughs> I, I lost. Yeah. So, oh, here. Um, so the, the, the other half of it's all good. It's all good. We're, I'm happy to be here. Um, but the um, other half of the duo is Morris Lee, who okay. hails from si- Singapore. Um, oh, neat. He is okay. my creative partner, my brother, my best friend. So um, we have a lot Aww. of fun collaborating together. And uh, we have formed uh, what we've called a creative label, and that goes by mm-hmm. 18 Uppercut. And we we call it a creative label because we kind of have multiple endeavors. Um, mm-hmm. And so and we've done everything from making figurine toys and collaborating with a company called Mighty Jacks. Shout out to Mighty Jacks out in Singapore. Yeah. Um, and doing some merchandise collaborations uh, with Dragon Maid 8 from Hong Kong. Shout out to those guys as well. <laughs> nice. Um, but our, wow. our major our major passion is directing and filmmaking. Um, mm-hmm. And we're both huge music fans, and so we love doing that in the medium of music videos. Yeah, and that's awesome. Yeah. So cool. And before I before I dive into those projects, the name you know, 18 Uppercut. The 18 comes from uh, the amazing uh, writer and novelist uh, Jean Young, who just passed away oh, yeah. this past year. Mm-hmm. Um, so rest in peace to him. Um, but he's a huge influence, and in a lot of his work uh, influenced some of the films that we grew up watching and, and love. And then eight, mm-hmm. uh, the uppercut comes from it's like, like a Street Fighter reference, and you put the two together, and yeah, it just sounds cool. <laughs> yeah, it does. Hey. Um, yeah. Um, so well, yeah, it's, got, uh, yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, 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 oh, no. Why don't you no. talk about your film, a little, uh, guys? Yeah, let's hear yeah. about the films and what you're doing, what you're currently doing yeah, over so, there in Shanghai at five a.m. Yeah, in the so morning. <laughs> so this whole this whole call uh came about when we uh met Spencer there in New York this past February. Mm-hmm. I believe they're at the One Show mm-hmm. Film Festival. Um where we were lucky enough to be able to show a film called Duca. Um and Duca is a also kind of a music video. It's a slash short film. And it's a combination of all our favorite childhood kind of memories. And we mm-hmm. put them all together, and we spun them around in a washing machine and saw what would come out of it. Um, so you see a lot of influences of, again, like kung fu, wuxia films. Um, mm-hmm. You see like Wong Kar Wai um, and Chunking Express references. You see Ultraman. You see Godzilla. Um, mm-hmm. You see Dragon Ball. <laughs> um, so yeah, there's a there's a lot of kind of different things that we all we put in there, and we work pretty meticulously with 
some of our other partners there to figure out how we could make it into one cohesive film. Um, and we mm-hmm. collaborated with the producer W.Y. Huang, who is a Singaporean producer based out of New York. Um, and we teamed up with him early on, and when we had this idea, and he, uh, he did an awesome job of putting together the musical composition behind it. And that was it. And so it was a piece That's of film that cool. we're really excited about, and we can, again, see different references uh, to what we love kind of throughout the whole thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Our, our baby, yeah. <laughs> you know, we think it's fresh. We think it's something fresh. Hold so. on. Yeah, okay. I get that. I wanted to put in when what I saw saying, the film. Oh, I'm sorry. When, when, I, when I saw the film, um, I thought the graphics were really amazing. That's what really overwhelmed me. It was like you you got a sense of really good uh, illustrative graphics, and I thought that was very important. The film was so different. The other films were really good, by the way. They had a great, uh, Jonathan had this great uh, diversity of different films. But your film kind of uh, was a very different, you know, and had this very heavy graphic pull, which I'm, I relate to. And um, um, uh, uh, do, do you get into illustration a lot, you know, Peter? Yeah, yeah. Um, both both Morris and I do some illustrations. Um Oh. Morris is far far better than I am. Um, but yeah, that, that's kind of um, actually where we've kind of started in our creative endeavors. Um, you know, Morris was an illustrator. I was doing music stuff, and then got into illustration. Um, but that's definitely you know we're both rooted in in illustrations. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was I was looking around the internet, and when I was looking at a lot of the different projects you were doing, I it was really 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 loved the um you know reference to the yin and the yang and the symbols symbolism and everything that really was very cool you know with the light and the dark and you know how it collaborate how you collaborated on everything so that's kind of cool why don't we give out your websites real quick to our listeners that are listening yeah 18 uppercut.com okay that's yeah. And that's not 18 spelled out. It's 18apricot.com. And you know what? There's some really cool, I mean, you just put that in there, and there's tons and tons of information and videos online. Um, so I want to ask what you're doing in Shanghai. What are you doing over there? Um, you know, Shanghai and China and the whole Asia region is a really exciting mm-hmm. place right now. And it has a mm-hmm. lot of uh, rich traditions and culture, and um, mm-hmm. so we're just kind of over mm-hmm. here soaking that up and being a part of it, and um, I don't know, trying to create and contribute back to again, kind of like what we hope to be a, it's the new generation, like a, a voice for the new generation out here. <laughs> Holly brought in a very good thing. I, I, I just got a light bulb on this. How is the film culture in Shanghai? Um, it's evolving. <laughs> it's an evolving yeah. culture. Um, you know, I think you know, looking back at a lot of the films that you know we love, they came from like Hong Kong or Japan. Um, and there's a lot of different reasons historically why um, you know Shanghai and China is a little bit um, behind, but 
um, they're catching up. You know, one of the exciting things about being out here in China right now is that there's a, a new generation that is full of energy and vigor, and um, you can just kind of, when, when you're over here, you can feel that something is bubbling. And so I think we're all very optimistic about um, the creative wave that's going to come out of out of China, and everybody in the rest of the world just has to be ready for it. <laughs> That's cool. No, I know that the culture there. Yeah, I think that goes for film and it goes for music and all all our forms and creativity. And food. Food, too. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, the the, the food's been here. Uh Uh-oh, here we go. Oh, yeah, no. Here we go. Oh, no, no, no. Hey, I've got to tell you, I've got to bring in something. Holly, I'm going to bring in something. I'm going to cut you right off because i got to tell about Holly. Peter, you've got to know. Holly is one of the greatest going. She'll know, she'll make anything creative on a plate, and uh, I just have to tell you, uh, she's going to do a cookbook, we hope, soon, but she's really into cooking and food, so she knows about the whole Chinese venue, you know? Awesome. The, uh, yeah. the Asian culture. Well, maybe you should, maybe you should come out here for some thing. research. Hey, you know what? I have spent time all around that area, and it's very interesting, and so you're talking about how it's the wave of the future and stuff. I get that. Um, I can I can understand that. I can see that that would be the thing. And you know, it was really great. Is you know, enemy is so important right now. A lot of people are really doing that. I'm hearing a woman's voice in the background. Are you guys hearing it too? Yeah, I'm hearing something. No, I no, don't hear it. You, Jonathan, hmm. it's you. I, no, I, I wish I could say I had one. I have a crowd of 30 people no. around here watching me, so it I might be one of them. It. I love it. <laughs> hey, everyone, have a wonderful, wonderful weekend, a long weekend. You know, we've yet to introduce going get, getting away from the food thing because I could go on for hours about that because really, seriously, it's so fascinating. But um, thank you, Spencer. That was really funny. I have to do it. I have to do it. Um, (laughs) I have to introduce Jonathan because Jonathan has a really important part here in with 18 Uppercut with um, showing the film at your festival. Why don't you tell us a little bit about your festival, Jonathan? Yeah. Uh, Sure, sure. Um, So the festival is called the One Screen Film Festival. Uh, hosted by the mm-hmm. One Club for Creativity, um, and it's a festival that I founded in 2011. Um, I predominantly a director. Yeah, it's it's. I can't believe it's been that long already. Um, mm-hmm. I originally was hired by the One Club for Creativity to be a director producer, so I make films myself and branded content and whatnot. And um, wow. the main wow. the main mission for the One Club for Creativity is um, to celebrate creativity uh, in the advertising field, and they ho- they do award shows um, called the One Show and uh, the Art Directors Awards and whatnot, and. We were kind of like in this round table creative discussion, and they were like, "Jonathan, you work in film. Like, what, what, how, what angle can you, what personality trait can you add to the organization?" And I'm like, "Branded content, film meets advertising," and there, the, and, and mm-hmm. that's where it was birthed. We were like, 
bringing the film and advertising world to one place, hence the, screen, the, the name of the film festival, One Screen, um, mm-hmm. and kind of uniting those two worlds together. And, um, you know, we've had, uh, we have a panel, a uh, jury panel of almost 60 uh, jury members every year, which all the contents uh, viewed online. We have a vast array of, um, of members from like uh, senior art directors all the way to film people. Like a couple years ago, we had Paul Haggis on the jury. We've had uh, the RZA from the Wu-Tang on the jury. So we have a very diverse jury um, and we kind of look at all the work and uh, screen the work once a year. And what's great about this festival is that there are no, in the advertising world, there are a lot of limitations. You know, you have clients telling you how to do things and, you know, budgets that are limiting you and whatnot. And what this festival loves to promote is complete and total artistic freedom. So we have the ability to... Yeah, and, you know, you really see it in the work, kind of like what we see from, you know, 18 Mm -hmm. Uppercut and you guys, what you did, because, you know, specifically, you know, in the category that they submitted in, there's, there's... you know, there's no, you know, um, you can and can't do. This is totally what the filmmaker wanted to interpret. So we, uh, we like I said, we started in 2011, and it's been growing ever since. There's, we have about 45 countries that are contributing to the entries at wow. this point. And, yeah, it's, it's, becoming, it's becoming quite a thing. Bigger, so, bigger. Uh, yeah, every, every year it's almost doubled in size. We're going to have to uh, start doing, uh, you know, shows across maybe in Asia. Who knows? Wink, wink. That's a yeah. good um, yeah. You, you also yeah. have, uh, uh, Jonathan, you also, I want you to bring up also, you have a lot of different categories here, I notice. I have the program in front of me, which I think is really amazing. Um, uh, you even have a 60-second film category. I thought that was really incredible. Yeah, yeah, that was that was a new addition um, this year specifically. We started testing the waters with um, <clears throat> categories because the categories evolve every year and we change them. And we kind of this it, it dawned when we started kind of introducing these mobile categories and categories of shorter form, and we noticed that more and more filmmakers, especially you know brand you know, vision filmmakers, they are starting to really think in very short form. Uh, Because, let's be honest, you know, when you're seeing an ad or you're looking at a piece of branded content, you don't have a lot of time to keep people's attentions. And, you know, as we know, with the devices in our pockets, we're constantly distracted. So we saw, like, this influx of extremely short micro, micro films. So we're like, let's build a category around that. And then that just blew up. Mm-hmm. And we were receiving some really amazing, phenomenal pieces of work, almost telling, you know, 30-minute storylines in 60 seconds, you know, just the creativity right. involved. Right. And whatnot. So that was, that was a really fun, fun category, and we'll see where it goes next year. I, I can just only imagine it, you know, getting a lot bigger. It will be. Yeah, will no, be. absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Hey, Pete, Pete yeah. how did you get involved in the, in the festival? How did you submit 18 Uppercut? Yeah, um, you know, Morris and I were familiar with um, the One Show, uh, just from mm-hmm. you know commercial work we'd actually done in the past, and we'd heard uh-huh. about um, this you know portion of it that Jonathan just mentioned, which was for these films that were more artistic endeavors, and we thought, man, what a cool thing to just try and submit it and see what happens. Yeah, <laughs> and, and it worked. Know, 
much to our much to our yeah pleasant surprise. Um, you know, it got You're picked in up, it. so we were thrilled about that. Well, Jonathan, I want to ask you. I want you to bring up the information on how people can enter and when they do enter and when's the next festival. That's yes, a great yes. thing. Yeah, um, so we're actually in the pre-production stage right now, so we're working out when the call for entry is going to be going out. Um, This year, this last past year, made us realize we have to kind of um, deconstruct a little to be able to really grow out. Um, So we might shift a date or whatnot, uh, but um, typically you just go to onescreen.org, and uh, it's a really simple, easy process. We've actually, you know, we have a proprietary system that uh, entrants could just log on, click a few buttons in, and, and you're pretty much entered. It's, it's a really quick and easy process. And, uh, you know, dates, uh, dates to be revealed shortly. So we have some really cool new oh, things in the oven. Yeah, we're really excited. Can't really talk about it too much right now until it's released, but uh, we're, going, we're going big this year. So I'm, I'm excited. Well, I'm t- Jonathan, That's I'm going to tell great. you, we're going to Holly and I are going to have you on every year, okay? And we'll pick a filmmaker, <laughs> okay? Each year. Oh, amazing! Yeah, have we have. You. We'll do that, okay? As a series, all right? I just want to tell you. Yeah, that. yeah. Let's let's do this. I'm yeah, I'm in. That'd be cool. And uh, you know, we're always looking for really high quality uh, judges. Uh, and Spencer, I know that you have a really good eye for for film and Holly probably too. So let's talk okay. about maybe uh, getting on the jury somehow and maybe seeing how we can make all that work as well. So let's, uh, Holly uh, let's and I, just to let you know, Jonathan, Holly and I for four years have judged the Southeastern International Film Festival, which is held in Nashville every year, which has different category, film categories, including short film, yep. which I love, by the way, and uh, one yeah. of my favorite categories. And also over 1,800 films worldwide are entered. Uh, so we're really professional on that level so that you know with our eye. And we love we love this. I love this film festival. I know Holly does. Because I love short, film. Yeah, short wow, film. You nice. know what? Short film so area good. is a whole category, which is so wonderful, you know? Oh, that's amazing. Yeah. yeah, we'd love to have you guys. And we have plenty of films for you to look at as well. Love uh, it. Like love I said, love so many it. things. In, in, including, yes. including the one 18 Evercut shot last weekend. No, 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 that's what I wanted to say. Oh, here we go. He just dropped it. He just dropped it. (laughs) Do we get exclusive uh, view? Do we get insider views? Whoa. No, I'm not going to say any more than that, but. Okay. Come on, you can't. Come on, Peter. Tell me something like that and not. No, no, it's just. We just shot it this past weekend, so. Oh, we have some work okay. to do on it on it yet, but oh, wow. sure. Okay, so, okay. So characters, I want to ask you, where do you get mm-hmm. most of your inspiration from, as far as with your films that you do? With the you with okay, the character in, in Duca. Yeah, that was pretty cool. Yeah, I think um, you know they a lot of the stuff that we we try to do there's is try to inject um, things that we see around us in everyday life out here in Shanghai and then put mm-hmm. them into a different type of context. And, you know, the video we did before that was for a hip-hop artist named Bohan Phoenix. And it was a rap mm-hmm. music video. And oh, wow. we put in some IEs. And IEs are the aunties around Shanghai. And yeah. um, they're kind of like house keepers and they help to raise kids mm-hmm. and 
They're just oh, nice. some of the most nicest, most beautiful people. Um, oh. And what's awesome is in the evenings, they all gather in the park squares, and they play music, and they dance. And it's That's one of the like, most joyous, joyous things you'll ever see. Um, I bet. So we, brought, we, brought, we brought in a group of them, uh, and they danced around Bohan uh, towards the end oh, of his wow. video. And so oh, we were just, wow. again, trying to take something that we see every single day, but putting a slight twist on it. And so mm-hmm. when it came to Duca, uh, you see the traffic police officer and the food mm-hmm. vendor, which, are, again, are just kind of everyday people that you see on the streets, but we mm-hmm. wanted to mm-hmm. put a twist on it. And then I have to acknowledge the fact that that also is a nod to Wong Kar Wai and Chunking Express. Mm. Um, I don't know if you guys are familiar with that film, um, but it's kind of yeah. a relationship between a, a police officer and a food vendor as well and a really beautiful film that everyone should go check out um, but it was also kind of a, a reference to that and it just tied into this theme of trying oh, to cool. put everyday people yeah. into the narrative mm. Mm. very cool you know, you I, I mean I think you did you a mentioned, great yeah no I wanted to say um, Pete, Pete mentioned Godzilla I want to ask you did you see did you see the trailers for the new Godzilla movies that's coming yes. out? How many times can they make a Godzilla movie? How many times? I want to know. But this one looks cool. He's fighting. Godzilla's fighting what? What is it? It's like a, um, is it a monster? A sea monster or something? What yeah, is it? I can't wait to watch it. <laughs> I saw it and I, I can't was wait. like, holy, that was just crazy. What about Jurassic Park? What did you think about those movies? Those are kind of cool, I mean, the way that they yeah, those are great. kind yeah, of those put are great everything films. in. Yeah. yeah. I have no qualms with mean, Jurassic I know. Park. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> well, like, so what did you grow up on? Like, what were you watching when you were younger? Well, um, we know you like Star Wars. Yay, Star Wars. Yeah, dev- oh, big shout out to Star Wars. Yeah, if if Morris was here, he'd talk about Star Wars for an hour. Oh yeah, can't wait for the new one. Um, I've heard rumors. I'm not telling. Yeah, like the the old uh, Wuxia, like you know, kung fu films. You know, the Grand Masters and Wu Tang Clan and Shaolin. Right, right. Seven Grand Masters, and I mean, you know, there's so many of those. All the all the Bruce Lee films. Yeah, exactly. Um, Yes. And those were. You know, those were the types of films, at least when we were younger, that were coming over to the States. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And so one of the, the joys for me, at least, um, in doing a lot of these projects is, and being over in Asia, is learning about a lot of films that I didn't get exposure to. Some of the old, like, kaiju films and things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, of course, Power Rangers. <laughs> Power Rangers. Right. Yeah, no, 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 seriously, Power Rangers. And... And and all of that, I mean, it's just like, forget it. I mean, yeah. a lot of the films, a lot of the anime, no, 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 seriously, I really like it. And I wanted to ask you, I know you mentioned a lot about um, Kung Fu. Uh, do you, have you um, ever practiced the art at all? I have not. I'm embarrassed to say that. Um you're talking about my... Japanese swordmanship here. I took a... Is that right? <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, Ali uh, yeah, has a background. I love... Yep. Ali has uh-huh. a background. I love Yaido. Awesome. And uh, 
Yeah. I love katanas. Yeah, I sleep with swords at the head of my bed. No shit. <laughs> but anyway. But no, we uh. Secured <laughs> onto the wall there. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, it's been it's been fun because uh, with that with that du- Duca film, we got to work with a really incredible mm-hmm. kung fu choreographer. Oh, and wow. they had a whole whole stunt team there. Nice. The wire foods that's and that's good. Um, it was just so cool to work with them and watch them and watch the passion that they have for it and um, just their keen eye for everything. So it's definitely inspiring yeah. to get to to work around those guys and maybe if there's a some downtime between the filmmaking, I'll step into some classes and work on my forms. It's, I mean, you guys, you guys are destined for more animated film. I could see that. You know what I mean? Like, you could expand to more animation. Yeah. You know? he, right? he oh. ha- yeah, I think, yeah, I see that. I like yeah, the colors, uh, too. Yeah, I mean, we we love animation. We had some great uh, animation partners that helped us on that. And, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I think that's something that we want to do. I think each project we do, we look to try to expand this kind of 18 uppercut world that we're creating. Um, so, yeah, we'll, we'll there'll be some animation and some real graphical stuff in the next piece. And um, But we also don't want to, like, force ourselves in that lane. So we'll, later this year we'll also be working on some, like, cinematic stuff. And So so I want to bring keep, in keep something uh, in music. Uh, you know, Judith and I, my partner Judith and I are in a... Uh, uh, in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, you know, with our album covers. Yeah. If anybody don't know. And also in New York, I'm in the uh, a very big punk show at the Museum of Arts and Design going on to August 18th. It's 400 punk posters, and I have a Ramones poster in it. If you guys are in New York, uh, Jonathan, you're in New York. Go see the show. It's yeah. really amazing, by the way, on punk graphics. And there have been a number of events coinciding with the event uh, that are going on, which is really amazing. So uh, I want really to bring cool. that up. Today. You, you guys were in the music, and I want to bring yeah. that up. Yeah, we love to check yeah, that out. Know, yeah, that's really you know awesome. what I Very really cool. – yeah, I think that, you know, Spencer has done a lot of things. He's done, you know, designing of album covers. So for him to be talking about film and – the designing of film and and how it was shot and stuff like that. He's a very visual person. I think he would be really great, you know, working with you, um, you know, on a panel discussion or anything like that, Jonathan. And Mm. then, you know, also... um, Oh, thanks, Paula. We're sure in the New York Hollywood here, too. On a creative level. Oh, yeah. I I think the both of you would be great. Yeah. I'm on the West Coast. So it's like for me, you know, out here I see I see such different things. But you know what I have to tell you, Pete, um, that the culture that you're talking about in your films are very popular out here. Um, people really they're having they're starting to do at um, some of the cinemas in my area, and I'm in Sonoma, and we're like you know wine country, but. You know, there's all different wine country cities all against each other, and there's one theater chain that is starting to do. Um, it's it's like a anime night and or um, a night of old classic movies. Like they're showing Tron. They're showing um, mm. oh gosh, I can't even tell you all yeah. the yeah. old classics. Like you know, and and they did a lot of them and. It's what's funny is I have a friend that does 
a lot of voiceovers for a lot of the um, Japanese culture. She was a uh, powder puff girl, um, you know, uh, I can't Sailor Moon, you know. Oh, it was just crazy. Oh, wow. She would she would talk to me in these voices, and and uh, and then <laughs> her husband does you know voiceovers. He's Batman, and then he's also Doctor Doom, and he's this one and that one. I mean, it's crazy, mm. but you know, there are so many different characters. Can you relate? Like right now, who are you relating to as far as a character more so? Right now in your life. <laughs> Ah, I want to know. Never thought about that. Come on, you guys. Oh, I never thought about that. <laughs> really? Oh, we're getting some, who, are you, who do you relate to? I'm who would you like to live through vicariously? Like a, like a, I mean, come on. A, a Luke Skywalker trying to learn the oh, Star Wars Jedi. Luke. I mean, who doesn't want to be? Uh, hey, listen. Yeah, I got. I got to bring Holly. I got to bring up something in this discussion because we're talking about Star Wars and and space and all that what? stuff. Uh, Peter, I want you, I want Peter. I want you to check out something. You'll blow your mind. Okay. All the Star Wars, those films, and you know I've done like five film books by the way, so I know like a lot of film history. Um, it starts with, believe it or not, Flash Gordon, Buster Crabbe, 1936. Uh, space. I don't know if you ever saw that, but you should take a look at it. What is really bizarre is these films were done in 1936 to 1940, and a lot of the stuff in it is stuff we have today, like a flat screen, a talk on a, a oh, iPhone. Yeah, um, and yeah. you should look yeah. at that because oh, yeah. that is where the basis of Star Wars comes from if you write about Mm-hmm. Space sci-fi history, you know what I mean? Film history, and you go, you can go on YouTube so that you know. You can go on YouTube and on the internet, check out Flash Gordon conquers the universe with Buster Crabbe, and they have the whole series. They were like serials, actually, but it's so interesting to watch. But that is the basis before Star, way ahead of Star Wars, that like started that whole thing. By the way, I'm looking this up right now. These posters are great. <laughs> The movie posters, oh, yeah. aren't they? With, yeah. with the giant eyebrows? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing says yeah, more than Star about Wars. a man than his eyebrows. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I see, I see Star Wars going like really. I, you know, they say the next one is going to be the end of it, but I don't. I don't think. I can't so. believe it. You know. Yeah, that's <laughs> really too much to stop making those. I think they'll 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 be making yeah. them for a while. I think prequels, postquels, yeah. whatever quills. Yeah, they'll keep on going. <laughs> yeah, and there's so many really cool things that are coming out of it. Now, you know, we never really we taught we touched on music, but what I want to do is I want to touch on that a little bit more in the film industry and also in with what you're doing at 18 Uppercut and also right. in the films that you've had in your um festival, Jonathan. Um, music, they're saying, really, you know, they're saying is is really painting the pictures of a lot of the movies, and um, they're saying that you know the music really does invoke, you know, if you hear a song from a movie, it it re- takes you back, like, you know, Indiana Jones, you know, I hear a lot of that, and I hear a lot of Star Wars music, and a lot of other different types of music from different films that we've we've seen, but it just takes you back to that moment. So 
Jonathan, with your music, how do you decide what you're going to put into your pieces of film that you're doing? Mm-hmm. How do you get um, it? There's, there's, there's several ways. I mean, I find like a lot of the times my creativity sparks from it starts at music. It starts at something mm-hmm. that I heard passing passingly and it just and then you know my mind just goes off and it just and it just goes um and it's about sparking a mood um you know filmmaking mm-hmm. what's great about it is that you're bringing in so many aspects of different realms of creativity to squish them all together and and film uh, sorry music is a huge part of that so it it depends on you know the type of film that you know I'm kind of working on. If it's a if it's a straight up narrative or if it's a comedy, having that having you know the the appropriate you know soundscape towards that is is if you ask me just as important as uh, the cinematography or the editing style and whatnot. So mm-hmm. it's it's inherent to the emotion that you're trying to 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 portray. So it, 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 there is no definite, de, uh, definitive answer as to like how I choose it. It's more along the lines of what mood I'm in or what I'm trying to portray, and it kind of almost chooses itself. It's pretty interesting. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. great. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean... Uh, go ahead. No, I was going to say, because I've seen so many movies lately that I've noticed the music and even on television they're infusing a lot of the old classics and then they're also infusing new music a very obscure type music that we've never heard and people are saying whoa what is that well you know what they're going to do next is they're going to make it so that film and um, YouTube videos and anything is very interactive where you can actually click on the film and know what the song is playing at that time during the movie. This is something that's coming out now. Um, You'll be seeing it soon, yeah, which I think is really important because, I mean, I can't, I I mean, I walked away from movies thinking, oh, God, what was that song? And and you don't hear about it unless you go and you look for the soundtrack, and then a lot of times the music isn't released. But, um, you know, there are just, certain pieces of music that just really make a movie, I think. Um, Agreed. You know, even a moment in a movie, yeah. you know. Yeah, and um, you know, some filmmakers, some of the greats, they, um, they, they, they thrive on working with a specific person specifically, you know what I mean? There's, there's some guys, mm-hmm. you know, like that work with like some of the greats, like the Danny Elfman's or the John Williams, and, and mm-hmm. you know, their episodics, huge, big, you know, you were mentioning Jurassic Park or the John Williams thing. It has like this, this, this nostalgic, in, and, and, you, you know, know. Like, for people. You know it's that person, yeah. 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 yeah, exactly. Yeah, Jonathan, they, they had a music, they had a, <clears throat> excuse me, they had a doc film on TV about soundtracks and directors, and uh, Spielberg was talking about that, and many of the directors were talking about they were interviewed about how they have, like John Williams or something, they have somebody they gravitate to. That was kind really of like, interesting. Yeah. Right, it's like a mindset, right, Holly? Very it's interesting. Like they, they're, they're synced in together. Mm-hmm. So they decide it's like a family thing. So the next movie they're going to use them again. You know, it's like a very easy mm-hmm. type yeah. of um, mesh. 
Yeah, and but an you adult know, relationship, they understand each other. Absolutely. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Definitely. I mean, what movie, I wanted to tell you, Pete, the other night I went and I saw John Wick. I had to see John Wick. Oh, yeah. Love John Wick. <laughs> okay. So oh, that's a great film. Uh, no, I saw the new yeah. one. I was asked, okay, you can go to the movies. What movie do you want to go see? Um, I want to go see John Wick. Are you kidding me? No, I want to go see John Wick. And they're yeah. like, you know, it's a lot of killing and a lot of kung fu and stuff. I go, I know, let's go, you know? Yeah. Like, <laughs> that adrenaline rush. But really, no, seriously, I have to tell you, if you're going to see this, if you see the movie, there are so many Tarantino references and um, Kill Bill-type references with the music. Yeah, the Kill Bill thing, You're right, almost exactly. thinking, yeah, you're almost thinking, oh, my gosh, because the, the way that they do it. You know, and um, it's just so, so incredible. Well, you know, Holly, you brought up a very good point. And Kill Bill, what really freaked me out, too, is they have animation integrated with the movie, right? I think it's the first one. Yeah. And that was really cool. That was really cool, right? Yeah. Super cool, yeah. 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 Absolutely. And what was cool about that, that too, is their their composer was, um, one of them at least, was the RZA from the Wu-Tang, who's a huge... Kung Fu fan, which yes. is full circle from wow. the conversation, yeah. and and yes, yeah, uh, they and they work actually closely together. I think Tarantino actually flipped it on one of Rizzo's films that he was making, and uh, Tarantino worked a little bit on the soundtrack, which was kind of funny, funny. That's fact. awesome. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you know, well, you you know, know Jonathan, you, you mentioned he was on the one of the boards a couple of years ago, right? Yeah, he was on our jury. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, the jury. Well, uh, I, was, I was saying, if you still have his email, you send Duca along to him. We've been trying to get a hold hilarious. of him. That's hilarious. Well, <laughs> I, oh, he loved that one. Oh my God, good. he would yeah. love that. He would love. Well, the that. reason why, the reason why I do know him is because I actually did practice a little kung fu, just a little bit. Um, oh, and oh. yes, with uh, in New York, there's this uh, place called the uh, USA Shaolin Temple. Oh, uh, down in, Oh, nice. Down in Soho, yeah. Okay. And I walked into the temple and I saw a giant Wu-Tang symbol on, on the wall and I'm like, this is funny because I know Wu-Tang and the RZA oh, is all connected. And it, and it happened to be the the same sensei or master that the RZA worked with. So I, I joined immediately after. I'm like, this is super cool and I was like, I felt like a kid again. And then next thing I know it, I got RZA's contact. Next thing I know it, I shot a music video for the RZA and then, you know, a couple <laughs> And then a couple oh, years later, crazy. he's on my jury. So he's, uh, <laughs> Damn. Full circle. I was like, what? That was a, that was a very accelerated couple That's years. Incredible. Was, That's incredible. That's yeah. incredible. It was very cool. You got, me all, you got me all giddy hearing that story. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, yeah. No. I'll definitely, we love I'll definitely. the Wu-Tang Clan. Oh, listen, listen. You oh. better check uh, out. Uh, J- Judith and I authored an independent movie poster book. You better check that out because he's in it. You know, oh. Tarantino's in it. Oh, and, damn. Yeah, oh, it's wow. called the Independent oh, yeah, Movie no. Poster Book. Uh, we're the only ones that did a book. Uh, how do you like that? An independent film. Pulp Fiction yeah. is on the front cover uh, that picture, cool. and it's like yeah, a great book. Yeah, that was great. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That was great. Getting that back to So, John, Jonathan, are you still I practicing want... Kung Fu? Um, no, actually, I haven't been in a minute, but I am, I am, uh, I'm dying to go back. Better get quite, back in that studio. <laughs> yeah, I gotta. I might be in one of your next films. Who knows? <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, you never know. You know what? 
indeed. I wanted to tell you, you know what? I know a lot of grandmasters and a lot of um, a lot of them live over that way and also in London. Um, and a lot of sense, you know, different people, you know, that really love doing classes and talking to people. If you're ever interested in meeting, yeah. I'm sure that you've met with how, many. How, how, how did you, how did you get into all that? Mm. Well, that's it goes back one. to David that's Carradine, cool. I think. Yeah. Um, oh wow. <laughs> yeah, hey, I worked with David. Oh wow. And he wow. gave me my first katana. And, oh no um, way. Ever since then, I was never able <laughs> to not. Yeah, it was great. And not then, and then after that, it was, pr- and then after that, it was praying mantis, and then it was tai chi. And then it was like, you have to do this and you have to do that. And you have to, you know, I was like, okay. And uh, it was very interesting. And so what I was going to say real quick, in the movie Kill Bill, there's one song called Battle, I think it's, I'm pretty sure, Battle Without Honor. Um, That is done. It's a killer song. It's done in front of a temple. If you look it up on YouTube and you watch the video live, you'll flip out. It's like also theatrical, but also done battle without honor and um, unbelievable, unbelievable. But yeah, that's uh, how I got into it. Swords. swords. Damn. <laughs> I want to ask uh, Peter. I want to ask you something. Did you ever get into the Kurosawa movies? Uh, of course. Class. The Kurosawa uh, film. Yeah, yeah, and like uh, Samurai. We're, yeah. we're also a big fan of like Nike and yeah, yeah. yeah. Throne yeah. of Blood, Throne of Blood is a great one. Yeah, with, with <laughs> yeah. the riding through the forest. You know, it's great. They're riding through the forest, the warriors, and it's lightning. So it, it goes like light to dark. You know, as they're riding through the forest, is an incredible so cinematic uh, film. You know. In that right. way, thrown all, all in camera, right? All in yeah. camera. No yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Yeah. So we got everybody together there. that's in the right mesh here. You notice that? Everybody's yeah, in the right mesh here. Funny, <laughs> <Nice. laughs> Spencer. This is everybody. Great. No, Holly. So and and all because of the, the one show. The one show. Yeah. The one show. <laughs> we bring the best of the best uh, all together. It's it's really amazing the people that we actually. Let's, on another note, just in, in all honesty, it's it's a great place to to be, really. Well, are you going to have it, Jonathan? Are you going to have it at the SVA Theater all the time? Is that a place that's going to be the home? Um, so we we uh, we depends on the 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 season and depends on where we're going. We typically. Um, We've done okay. it at the Sunshine Cinema okay. down in Houston a few times, uh, right. but that is right. no, no longer. They, yeah, uh, I think they, yeah, they sold the building or they're building. Some, there's some condominium going up there now, um, and then we did SVA this year. But we're, you know, open to suggestions. We're actually looking to go um, a little more uh, national, so we might do something on the West Coast as well. Oh, that's great. Uh, so we're looking at. Yeah, we're looking at some options there. Um, so we're not mar- married to one specific theater. It depends on what what you know, what works, what our needs are. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sounds good. You know what I wanted to ask 
Jonathan to do is to give out his website again and explain to everyone how they would be able to go about entering into the festival. Right. Very good. Yeah. Yes, of course. Um, so the, the URL is onescreen.org. Uh, spelt all out, and uh, right now you can see kind of like the uh, some of the winning films uh, from this last year on there. Um, you know the categories, some contact information, and whatnot. And then once we're ready and geared up for the next year, uh, we'll be accepting submissions through that same uh, website, onescreen.org, um, with you know a really easy, straightforward proprietary system where. You know, you just click a few buttons and, and you're in. You know, so the barrier to entry is really easy. I vouch for that. Yeah, yeah. Because, yeah. you know, sometimes <laughs> you, know, you got to spend your time creating and making stuff, not entering it, right? So, you know, making it, making it as simple as possible and, you know, really submit your best, your best work, you know, because, you know, it's tough. But when you win, you know, and, and, you know, Pete, again, you know, congratulations on everything you've done when, and your film is amazing. You're up against some really big contenders. Uh, and if you do win, that's a huge accolade for you. And it really is a confirmation that, you know, you're doing something right and you're good at what you do. So, you know, enter and hope for the best. And it could really, it could really help your career, make connections, and, you know, be part of the family too. Because, you know... We're here also, and I'm here also, to collaborate and meet amazing people. And the people that we get to meet and we get to interact with is, is unbelievable. And it really is, you know, very passion-driven people. It's not so much, you know, you're a 9-to-5 filmmaker or whatnot. Someone who's submitting something like this, to a, some, a piece of work to this festival, are, are highly motivated and highly passionate. And when you have that combination of people and you work with people like that, it, the, sky's a, the sky's the limit, and, and only amazing work comes out of it. So, well, well, Jonathan, again, I, want to point, I, I want to point up also, you have, uh, which really uh, I gravitate to, you have a lot of different categories in short film. I like that yes. idea. Not everybody has that. You have a lot of different categories. Could you go into that? Yes. Uh, yeah, sure. Um, you know, we have we have you know I think it was I think we hit 20 categories this year, ranging from you know narrative to comedy. And again, because this is kind of like the advertising world and the film world meets, there was a lot of cool opportunities to bridge things together. Uh, you know, we had music video categories, we had films under ten thousand uh, dollars, so a budget uh, budget uh, friendly category. Um, because, you know, sometimes you're competing against people that have millions of dollars, and that's not fair, right? So right. the smaller uh, categories for the small, um, you know, we have emerging categories for uh, directors and producers and writers, actors as well, that have three years of experience or less. Uh, so we're kind of getting into that world and seeing the, ta- the up-and-coming talent that's coming out. Um, we have branded entertainment uh, categories, which will have, has to have a brand attached to it. Um, so there, we, have a, we have a vast, you know, you were mentioning the 60-second category, which was a new one um, this year. That's so we have great. a vast, uh, yeah, which is, which is really amazing. And we're always, uh, you know, w- we noticed that a lot of stuff sometimes gets submitted into categories that it's not fit for. And then, you know, some years we'll notice that happens, you know, a lot. And we're like, oh, wow, there's a lot of X type of film in the Y type of category. Why is that? And then you'll see that, you know, there's a trend that's coming that didn't exist before, that exists now. 
And we have to kind of be aware of that and be able to build around that and create a category specifically for that so that you're competing and you're, and you're seeing work within that same genre, within that I, same I always uh, think, Jonathan, category. it's the most challenging category because you have to do in a short amount of time an idea, create it, and get and, and from the beginning to end in a short amount of time. I think that's the most thing, to me anyway, I, I think it's the most challenging area, short film, you know what I mean, in that respect. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I know. Agreed. Agreed. And, you know, the amount of, you know, you, you don't have time to, to waste, let's say, right? So you right. can't have to cut out all of that. You have to be able to tell your story without it being too confusing, of course. Mm -hmm. uh, so you have to have the right amount of information in there, the right pacing. It's, it's a lot to cram in in, in a small amount That's of time. Right. That's Not right. That's right. films don't. That's a whole other challenge on its own. Uh, but shorts that definitely has its own uh, niche, uh, you know, niche thing to really wrap your head around and, and work well with. Yeah, it's absolutely. great. It's a great category. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. I have, I have a question for Pete. Pete, mm -hmm. are you still there? Or yeah. Did you fall asleep yet? I'm still here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I want to ask you. The sun's coming up. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I know. Oh, oh, how beautiful. I think a you can actually sing it. Are you in Singapore or Shanghai? Are you in Singapore or Shanghai? I forgot. Shanghai. 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 And you're actually able to see, you can see the sun coming up, huh? Yeah. That's awesome. That's great. That's awesome. <laughs> How cool. I want to ask, I want to ask you about your dream. What is so funny about you describing being on boats and drinking champagne and beautiful women? Uh, <laughs> That's pretty funny. Party <laughs> <laughs> yeah. on a yacht. It's the truth. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, and Oscar would be pretty great too. Um, but yeah, no, I mean, you know, it's funny because you know Morris comes from the nanny state of of Singapore, and I come from small town Idaho. <laughs> so we have these dreams of being, you know, kind of like. The Wu Tang Clan. <laughs> but then we realize. But then we realize. We get you we and the Rizzo together. It's over. Yeah. I'm sending it over. <laughs> but, then, but then we realized that neither of us could, you know, write rap verses or produce music. So we thought we'd try to be the equivalent of that for film. Yeah. That's so, awesome. Um, yeah. Well, Peter, it, Peter, that sounds like me. I can't play music, but I love doing album covers. So I get close yeah, to whatever. Exactly. You know. Right. There you go. But, but yeah. I got to tell you, I, I just want to say this before I get the phone. You're one of the most creative people I've seen in film, and I'm sure you're going to have a very dynamic career. I really predict that. And it was a pleasure meeting you in New York. And, Jonathan, I look forward to meeting you, too, soon and uh, hooking up with your yes. festival. And uh, and thank you all for being on the show. Holly and I really enjoy having you on. We love the whole thing here. Hey, this is a lot thank of fun. You. Thank you for those kind words as well. All the way. Oh, true. Thank and you. Wait, so we have we have East Coast, West Coast, and Transatlantic here on the on the line. <laughs> Damn, today. what's That's up? Oh, <laughs> and that I know. And I want to say to everyone out there listening. No, no, no. Seriously, I have to tell everyone out there listening. This show will be available if you tuned in late on iTunes as a podcast and also. Um, on Red Velvet Media under um, the Indie Cafe. And I know that we've been picked up by quite a few people that are um, simulcasting the shows. 
And also, um, it uh, the music um, that we play, again, Eagles, take it easy. And we're going to close with a song today. You want to tell me a little bit about the song that you ch- chose to close with? Yeah. So this is a song yeah. by Kamasi Washington. Um, mm-hmm. It's a track off his latest album. Um, and this, I believe, ah. Uh, my early morning brain is making me forget which which track. It's Street Fighter, but I'm forgetting the original Street Fighter. Film it's from. Yeah, Street Fighter. Literally that. So, um, he, 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 get that boy a cappuccino. No. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, we we are huge fans of uh, Kamasi Washington, and he actually showed uh-huh. a little bit of love towards the Duke of Films, so. Uh, we love him and we, and we love this track. So uh, we started off with a little kind of like Western vibe, and now we're gonna move it a little bit more east. That's cool. the east, the east and west. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. I got it. Did we want to <laughs> say something really quick before we end, guys? This is really important. Um, both Spencer and I rec- um, recently received from our favorite person in New York, Chaos Entertainment. Um, from Carol Kay, a um, project, um, The Police. And we want to Mm. review that real quickly, if you guys don't mind. Um, Spencer? I thought it was a very good good thing and uh, that I saw. And uh, I just want to tell Carol thanks a lot and uh, very enjoyable. And uh, I remember And it's available. It's available. Mm -hmm. That's right. I remember Mm -hmm. seeing, uh, I I did a lot of work with Joan Jett and the Blackhearts album covers, and I remember she opened up for the police at Shea Stadium, and they were such a dynamic group. I mean, they were just really phenomenal, you know, whatever they did. So this was a pleasure to watch, you know, Holly. And I want to say to Carol that um, thank you so much for always, you know, giving us breaking um, entertainment type, uh, you know, Films and, and, you know, besides yours, of course, 18 Uppercut and the uh, film festival, we want to see, you know, Carol sends us these great, great movies like the John Lennon stuff that came out and now The Police. And I definitely um, recommend everyone checking it out. You can check it out on the Internet. Um, And you can also check out Chaos Entertainment. It's K-A-Y-O-S. And um, I wanted to also say 18 Uppercut is on Facebook and also on Instagram. And then what about you, Jonathan? Um, I mean, Jonathan, we got onescreen.org. Uh, uh, uh-huh. Yeah, basically at onescreen.org. You can find uh, pretty much everything you want there. Um, yeah, that's us. <laughs> yeah, what I wanted to say... Um, was did you also you know have a little bit of an area where you know you can see some of these films on there? Uh, yeah, films? yeah. On, Do you have any shorts on that? On that on that URL right there. Yeah. So if you go on to uh, onescreen.org, you'll see at the top um, see the winners, and um, you'll click through, and you can watch pretty much all of them. So there's there's tons of work up there. Okay, cool. So, again, I wanted to make sure everyone knew The Police, Everyone Stares, um, The Police Inside Out, released on DVD, Blu-ray, and digital on May 31st. 
Um, it's going to be available. You can pre-order it now. Um, it's also it's also the first person account from Stuart Copeland's eyes of the police. So I wanted to give a little bit of information about that. Um, the film is very very cool. So this we're talking about film again. This is really great. So you know this is about where you know. I'm reading a little bit off the press release because Carol sent me this really great information. You know, it talks about two years into the police's journey to Stardom, uh, Stuart Copeland began documenting the band's tour around the U.S. in the winter of 1978. So this one here is the story of an extraordinary talent, um, hard work, and um, a world, a world domination by the police. So it will be available again on May 31st on DVD and Blu-ray. And I'm looking here to see exactly where it is available. You can go to Stuart Copeland's official website in um, Facebook. You can also go to the police website and you can check out what is being released. And uh, Eagle Rock um, Entertainment is um, releasing it along with Carol at Chaos Entertainment. So we want to again thank Carol so much for giving right. us the opportunity to be able to view this and be able to tell the world about this wonderful project that's going to be coming out. So, Carol, thank you so much. And for everyone listening, please have a beautiful weekend. Please don't drink and drive and uh, watch some really good movies. <laughs> that's all i got to say. Yeah. Aladdin, awesome. weekend, John Wick. Go see John Wick, Aladdin. Um, <laughs> what else is coming out? No, really, seriously. It's like there's some really good movies coming out. Um, what else came out that was really good recently, you guys? I'm uh, in Hollywood's coming out next month. I'm ready for that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That'll be great. And, yes. And, and Pete, what what's playing over there, you know, uh, American-wise, um, what are they really into as far as um, movies and stuff? What do you see in the theaters there? Um, <laughs> the big one recently is... You're um, funny. <laughs> what's the one that just came out? The... Oh, man, my, my brain is dead right now. <laughs> That's all right. It's 5 a.m. You haven't had your cappuccino yet, and... Yeah. Uh, that's okay. No, but you know what? <laughs> there are. No, 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 seriously. There are some great movies coming out, guys, and I highly recommend going and um you know, if you like if you like John Wick, go see John Wick. Um, you know, you can go see Aladdin. There's um a couple other really cool movies too in the theaters. And uh Avengers. Um, Avengers. Oh, That's the one I was trying to think of. Avengers. Oh, there it is. Endgame. <laughs> Took a second. Avengers, Endgame. I got a lag. I got a little you bit know? of a lag going right now. But. There you go. Oh, no, no, no. But you know you know what movie was really good that I was really surprised was was Shazam. And it got really great ratings in the movies. Wow. And uh, Captain Marvel, huh. of course, obviously. But Shazam got really great movie ratings. Have you guys seen it? Uh, no. no, I haven't. No. Shame on you guys. I, you I might have. I might have to now. Yeah. You, you'll like it. You'll like it. And that's what I mean. Um, there's a lot of really great 
I, in all these movies that I've recently been seeing, they've infused a lot of classic rock and roll. And what's really, really funny, in all the Spider-Man movies, guess who they're using all the time? The Ramones. It's so funny. Uh, the new Spider-Man right, movie. Right, yeah. And who, yeah, and that's my, the group that I designed for, Holly. I love it. Yeah, so <laughs> it's pretty cool. <laughs> So we're just like, you know, really digging on the music and the new movies, and I'm really excited, Pete, to be able to talk to you all the way from Shanghai. And, um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And hey, Holly, York, by the guys, way, Shanghai sounds like it's what? around the corner, you know? It, it does. And, and I'm sure yeah. his phone bill is going to be around the corner, too. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Come on out. I'll, I'll take you on a tour on my, my little moped. All right. Nice. Hi. Yeah. Oh, how cool. Hit, hit all the noodle the joints thing, and it'll be huh? great. Yeah. Oh, I want some <laughs> real good ramen, man. I do. Oh, yeah, I'm a noodle I man, do. too. I'm a noodle man. Oh, yeah. They have some of those out here. Wow. We got, we got oh, wow. some noodles. Street, Plenty of noodles. I love it. The street food <laughs> I hear is amazing there. <laughs> uh oh. Street food. We want to know the street food out there. That's right. God, That's I've right. heard it's amazing. Yeah. And um, Jonathan, thank you so much for calling in, and um, and also being able to have this type of festival for people that really mm-hmm. want to be able to showcase their talents, and for people that would never have the opportunity to be able to show their films right. and mm. be able to be recognized. That's really awesome. That's right. Yeah, that's so, right. Of course, we I'm are very appreciative of Jonathan and his it. team's energy. We'll have more. We'll have more. We'll have more. Yeah, there's there's more okay. to come, and and I'm excited to make some announcements. It's gonna it's gonna get bigger, so we're excited. Good. Okay, well. Jonathan, you need to go. No, you know what he needs to do, you, and right. and Spencer needs to hook you up with this. Spencer, you need to take Jonathan to the coffee festival and have him film the coffee festival. Oh my God. Oh, <laughs> I love coffee. <laughs> oh my God, Jonathan. I'm not we'll, we'll, kidding. We'll give you, uh, Holly and I will send you we'll send you the coffee festival info when it comes in, all right? Nice. We'll do a film no. more. We'll call it. Oh we'll yeah, call yeah, 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 somebody. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Right. They need this somebody. <laughs> they have music. They have latte art. Oh God, they have yeah. Demonstrations. Yeah, yeah. They have yeah. food. Right. Oh my God. Um, food and coffee yeah. and tea and even have pie tea. Yeah. Caffeinated and film and stuff. Yes. That's why I'm telling Pete he needs a cappuccino or a latte or something right now. How about how yeah, all the above? <laughs> a chai or a matcha? We'll oh, you're right. A Holly, matcha. how about the coffee spread? The coffee spread, right? Remember oh, that? God, spread. yeah. <laughs> We're going to be reviewing all this stuff. Look for look for the show really soon with myself and Spencer yep. on the New York Coffee Festival. And, and we will be back next Friday. Yep. Oh my gosh! Next next Friday, guys, you have to turn in, to, uh, turn in, <laughs> tune in, because we have a very special live guest that's going to be off the hook. Yeah. Tamika. This is great, Tamika Dixon. Uh, Tamika Dixon. Okay. Dope. Uh, who's the granddaughter of the famous Willie Dixon, the famous blues uh, she guitarist? She is oh, wow. beautiful. She, she's beautiful amazing. Beautiful inside Holly and out. And I, 
amazingly talented, wonderful human being and is funny. I spent two hours (laughs) talking to her. It was was great. And by the way, she's running a huge blues festival in Illinois coming up uh, that Mm -hmm. uh, we're talking about also. So we're going to have a great show next week. It's going to be blues. I'm trying to get her to come out. I'm trying to get her to come out west. Yeah, tell her to get out there, definitely. She's got to come out to Sonoma. Yeah. We need we need one out here in California, definitely. Yeah, a yeah, better yeah, one yeah. than we do have already. Yeah. yeah. Something yeah. else, a little different. But with that, we're gonna end our show and we're gonna end it with that song that you um chose, uh Street Fighter. And with yeah, that Kamasi Washington. Yeah. Yeah, nice. that's right. Okay Whoa, guys, thank you so much for tuning in. Hey, take care and, guys. We'll um, thank yeah. you everyone. And thank enjoy you, the you. weekend, guys, and thank you, Carol. Here you guys go. Have a good weekend. Yeah, hi, Carol. Yes, and I'll see drive. you soon, Holly. We'll be in touch, Holly. Here you go. <laughs> Thank you.